0: Guys, welcome back to our studio ESL podcast. And you know what? I am so, so, so grateful this specific evening. You know what, man? This unbelievable being. We go way back. We go way back. As a matter of fact, she's one of my very first Peruvian friends. And as a matter of fact, she is the first Peruvian friend I've ever met. And you know what? We just managed to stay in touch. She reconnected with me on so many different occasions after disappearing because her studies and whatnot, which is all, you know, which is acceptable. Okay. I'll accept it for now. But you know what? She comes in, she comes out, she comes in, she comes out. And then I said, Veronica, we need to have a chat about you. Because again, I have some Peruvians that listen to me in Peru and a lot of people need they, they want to also know how to develop something that they don't necessarily think that they have. So with that being said, man, Veronica, thank you so much for coming on to my podcast.
1: Hello, Arsenio.
0: <laughs> good morning. Yeah, good morning from uh, <laughs> Texas. So wait, you out there in San Antonio, right?
1: right right
0: okay so san antonio and bangkok thailand man we are a 12 hour split across the universe well across the planet but anyways oh my god veronica you know what i want you to just think about when you first met me when we first met i want you to tell everyone the story
1: Well, uh, yes, I remember that day perfectly, Arsenio. It was in 2012 in a dental clinic at CSN College of Southern Nevada in Las Vegas. It was nice to meet um, meet you. I was surprised because you were so positive. You're so energetic and positive. I was admiring you that day. (laughs) <laughs> and uh for me, it was uh, a great experience to be there in a dental clinic in a dental setting, helping dentists and dental hygienists uh, because um uh, my my story is quite different. I am a dentist from another country I am foreign trained dentist, so when I arrived to America, it was hard for me to adapt to a new culture and the best place, it was a college. I, I I really think that it was an amazing experience learning the American systems or the American healthcare delivery systems. And I met a great person there. Uh, I met Arsenio Buck.
0: Yes! Oh my God, don't make me cry out here. You go make me cry. Right now. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> and I was telling you that um, it was in 2012 because um, I um, my story is that I applied to, for a K1 visa. Well, my fiance applied for a K1 visa in 2011. So it took us around, about eight months to get a, a, to, the, to get approved, and I came to the United States as a K1. Wow.
0: So wait, can can I go back a little bit? What made you want to come to the United States from Peru? What part of Peru are you from? Lima.
1: I uh, I was born and raised in Peru, in Lima, Peru.
0: Okay. Okay. So what's the big want to city?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Could you please say it again?
0: Sure. Yeah, what made you want to go to America?
1: Well, in Peru, we have a we have some, uh, um, we watch uh, lots of American movies and lots of Americans' um, um, stories. And right. we so, like um, that cultures. Yeah, the culture is good. So I, I was thinking that's the best, the best, well, this is the best country in the world. I guess I need to go there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God, that's, that's funny. No, that's funny. But yeah, I mean, again, A lot of people love and have always wanted to move to America because, again, in the 1950s to about the 1980s, there was something called the American Dream. Now, again, people are realizing that, you know, opportunity lies everywhere. Now, of course, going from war-torn countries to countries that are well above yours, that provides a wonderful opportunity Uh, But, you know, places like Australia, Scandinavian countries, the Nordic countries, there's just so much opportunity everywhere. So, wow. So then I came here to Thailand and then you ended up doing rigorous courses. You had to complete your studies again. Now, you're a trained dentist in Peru. But when you went to America, you had to take everything again, correct? Correct.
1: Correct. I was studying English in Peru from my books with my Peruvian teachers. And I was thinking that my English was good enough to go to America and talk to people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't the case.
1: No, absolutely no. I have to start basically from zero. My, my I nobody understood me there in Las Vegas and I didn't understand anybody there. Wow. So, I, I just have to go to basic English and start um start improving it. it. It took me about 7 years to get in a in a position where I can have a deep conversation. It's not about going to say hello to friends and asking the time. It's about having a connection with somebody, to have a deep conversation, to discuss topics. It took me seven years.
0: Wow, wait, so when did you first move to America? Or when when was the first time you touched down on American soil?
1: Ah, it was December 31st,
0: 2011, New Year's Day. (laughs) No way, really? Oh, my God. That had to be an experience. And where did you touch down? In Las Vegas for New Year's Eve?
1: Yes, in Las Vegas Airport.
0: (laughs) The Karen International. You know what's so crazy? Me going back to 2011, December 31st, I know exactly where I was. I was probably about 200 meters away from the Sydney Harbor Bridge, and I was (gasps) watching the most unbelievable fireworks show. That was when I was living in Australia. Now, I came back. From Australia in June of the following year in 2012. But when you say a date, I could connect everything to, you know, connect everything that was happening on that date. You know what I mean? So, oh, oh my, my God. gosh. Those yes, good that's nice. <laughs> and so, when you first came here, what were, uh, well, I'm sorry, when you first went to America, what were some of the difficulties you had? Now, again, speaking with people was one. What else happened?
1: i think the most important one was i was shy very shy mm. it was hard for me to to keep an eye contact with others
0: now it wasn't it, it was easy for you back in peru right
1: yes exactly because okay. in peru in my culture it's um when you have a conversation usually you don't have an you don't keep an eye contact like like americans do right it's different
0: ah okay okay i understand i understand okay and then of course you haven't already gone through uh dentistry you came to america and then that was the beginning of a oh my god of of you learning so many different things what were some of the I don't know, within the first year, of course, of meeting me, the following year, what were some things that you developed quickly while living there?
1: Yeah, I developed my personality. I attended many um, professional develop- development uh, classes or seminars in the college. College helped me a lot because I am from Lima, Peru. It's a big city. However, my family is from the Andes. They are very shy. So I have to adapt. To live in a big city as Lima and then to adapt again and live in a big city as n- not that big city but uh, extraordinary city as Las Vegas, it was hard, however, I learned a lot from from different tutors and professors and friends and teachers every, every, everywhere I learned everywhere i I was um, I was able to to have conversations there and wow. Be able to make friends from different cultures in Las Vegas. I, I clearly remember one, um, one South Korean guy that he was so amazing, so positive, and I was thinking, I need to learn from him because he's, he's very positive, he's f- oriented, he really is committed to his goals.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, and this was at CSN, correct? Correct. Okay, so when you talk about developing your personality, uh, what do you mean by that? because, and again, maybe culturally you know speaking it's way different in Lima than it is in Las Vegas, but you said you started going you know started taking personal development this and that i didn 't know what that was until of course, I was having a lot of problems with myself in terms of self esteem living here in Thailand. For all the reasons I've told you. (laughs) Right? So, I mean, when it came to you developing your personality, what is it you were and what have you become so far?
1: I was introverted. Mm. And I learned in America that you can change your personality, it's the place. Where you can find opportunities, it's the place where you you can better yourself, and it's a place where you can reach other goals. So I I'm changing right now, and I want to be extroverted. So I think I'm doing better than before because um, American culture uh, it's like uh, everybody has their the most of the people have the 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 ideas, the position they they express why they say, and they ask questions. Uh, one thing that I learned is the question, why? Americans love to, do, love to say the why. The question, why? and In and, and the Peruvian culture, we usually don't ask that question.
0: Mm-hmm. Why? Why is that? A, <laughs> I'm asking. <laughs> why. Yeah, well, por qué? Por qué? Por qué?
1: <laughs> <laughs> they want to know the, the reasons. The Americans, in my opinion, they want to know the reason of something. So they ask why. And the Latino cultures, um, we usually we don't ask why. We just accept it.
0: Oh, so, wow. I don't
1: know. You tell me about it. It's, it's well, no, so-
0: that's very interesting because, I mean, when I started asking myself questions about living in the same neighborhood, hearing the same things in Las Vegas, I started saying why and you know a lot of people would ask themselves why not me if I see him doing something that he absolutely loves to do and he's getting paid for it, why can't I do the same thing so when you start asking yourself those types of questions you raise to another level of awareness and start asking yourself you know what what is it that I truly want to become So, I mean, that's when it comes into personality now. So, I mean, you know, when I was living out there in Australia, I was scared to be who I was because, you know, I thought I just had to fit in with society, such as a lot of Australians, they're not very personable, meaning they don't have a personality they're very straight faced they're very, they're very much in a hurry they're not very charismatic they're not very funny the humor isn't there no offense there are some people who are but they don't enjoy life as much as i felt out there in las vegas so for one year i felt like i was in a cocoon you know i was trapped inside a hard shell wondering hey what the what am i supposed to do am i supposed to fit in or am i supposed to be on the outskirts and get you know jump outside and so I was always tossing and turning until I came back to America. And there was a guy named Kenny. Do you remember a guy named Kenny at CSN, Veronica? Oh, was A bald was guy. Tall? He was bald. Yes, 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 yes. He was tall. He was bald. And he had a hell of a personality. Do you remember him? Oh. No, no, because you came there. <laughs> you came, she's like, Oh no. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Veronica. No, he came in the evening um, or no, you came in the evening. So you guys probably never crossed paths and whatnot, but this guy, me being around him for almost that year until he ended up leaving, he was one of the funniest people ever. And that's what it comes down to when it comes to developing, A personality. So Veronica, I sent you a nice little Word document and there were some questions on there. And so people out here in Thailand, they sense my level of of enthusiasm very, very quickly. Now, if I ask you the first question, are you an enthusiastic person on a scale one through 10, where would you put yourself on that scale in terms of being enthusiastic?
1: I can say um, eight out of 10.
0: Mm, Okay, give me some examples.
1: Uh, For example, if a friend called me in spur of the moment, she said, hey, Veronica, let's go for a walk. It's (laughs) 5.30 (laughs) a.m. I'm going to say yes. Let's go. (laughs)
0: Uh, with enthusiasm, right?
1: Right, right. Optimism, like positive. I've learned that here. It's very important to be positive, enthusiastic in America.
0: Right. And you know what? I mean, it was so difficult for me while I was living there because I was, I've always been raised in a family that was just negative, right? It was just a negative environment, negative atmosphere all the time. But When I came back from Australia and I started programming myself little by little, um, I would just put my headphones on uh, and from there I would just always drill myself with as much positivity as possible until I started learning about Dr. Joe Dispenza, changing your mind, doing this, developing habits, personal development. Then I changed my entire hardware. So how about like, when you call me, I'm like, Veronica, how are you? You know, I'm enthusiastic. I'm not, I, I don't say, hey, Veronica, how are you? Yeah, nice to hear you. I haven't heard you in a while. You know what I mean? That's called <laughs> yes. being boring. Do you bore others? Are you a boring person? Scale one through 10.
1: I guess I'm five. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Okay, why? Why? Why are you five?
1: Oh, well, because... Uh,
0: Bad, but it's not too
1: bad. I don't know. It's just, I guess it's my personality. I'm, I'm trying to overcome that part. I just want to be more, um, I don't want to be uh, boring. So I just I want to develop humor in my speaking because I'm learning English. I'm learning, I have my dictionary. Sometimes I'm very literal, very literal. So I'm, I have not that spark. Right now, at this level, I want to be able to say a joke and and people people laugh. You know, I, I'm learning and, and and I'm changing things and I need to be more um more open-minded or or, or, or learn from double entendre or nuances of English and double meanings of words. So yes.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay, okay. Now again, with with all the listeners out there, it's always you want to be able to move people. Like, let's say there are a hundred people in the room, and you're within that one hundred people, one hundred people, and you only get to meet that one individual. Let's say he's on a stage. If that person comes off the stage and says hello to those one hundred people, you want to be the one that sticks out the most. And again, a lot of people would say, no, 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 I don't want to be like that. I just want to sit back in my corner and do this. Yeah, that's basically what 99% of the world does. They sit in the stands instead of coming out onto the field and enjoying life as they should. So that's a very, very important aspect of it. Now, was I a boring child when I was always, I really don't know, but when I started surrounding myself with funny people and Kenny Again, the guy at CSN who was the funniest, literally the funniest human being. I don't care about the movies. I don't care about this, that. He was the funniest human being I've ever met in my life. Being around him at any given moment, it could be, he would put me in tears. So you got to surround yourself with people who are, who are not, interested in the opinions of others and they're not afraid of being judged. You need to be around people who are fearless. So if you walk into the room, do you, you remember when, I don't know if we ever had the opportunity, but anytime I would walk into the lunchroom over there at the dental faculty practice, everything would get loud very quickly. <laughs> right? oh, yes. I, you know, Some people are like, yeah, Like, even at the gym here in Thailand, they said, oh, man, yesterday it was very quiet in the gym. I'm like, yep, well, y'all got soul back, God damn it. It's the, I don't want you guys to be born. Born is, oh, I just, you know what I mean? So people know. Oh, no, here we go. Our Arsenio's here. It's going to be a loud day. You're damn right. It's going to be a day full of laughter and people changing their paradigms you know so
1: exactly i remember some and at the the dental clinic some front desk ladies they were so serious because some americans are serious uh, work focus only uh, discipline or whatever so i i remember those ladies i was uh, quite scared of them and then you you entered into the room and everything changes and i remember one lady has a a computer screen and was your picture right there in front of every picture so you,
0: really the
1: computer screen. yes I was that's so really weird
0: I, they, they were probably playing a joke on me they were just too funny over there uh, <laughs> picture of my face on a computer screen oh that's real good oh my god we were play very funny pranks on each other though with those computer desktop uh yeah screensavers. but yeah um Elsie, Elsie, Filipino American. She was the most serious there. She always had a look of disgust on her face. Nancy, who unfortunately lost her life in California just a couple months after I left, um, she was the most serious and she was the most negative person. And no, I'm not saying that throwing any dirt on no one, no one's name. No, it's just what I've experienced. So, I mean, me I, out of everyone in that office, I was always the most driven, the most passionate, the most on purpose and now look where I am now in my life so you see with you you, with you developing yourself and saying you know what a negative mental attitude is never going to help me that's the most important part so yes I would be judged by a lot of those girls at the front desk saying oh he's too loud he's this he's that but you know what when I walk into a room people feel me People get excited. People ask me funny questions because they know they're going to get an even funnier response. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So can uh, you change the energy in the room? Like when you walk into a room, do they just say, hey, Veronica? Hey. Or do they say, hey, Veronica? What's the reaction? Well, now that
1: you're asking that question, um, I think I need more confidence because I can't change the atmosphere in the room, especially with kids. I work in a dental office right now as a dental assistant, mm-hmm. and i'm I'm still I'm trying to be funny and sometimes I, I i got i I got it, but sometimes i i don't so with kids it's different so uh, the kids are not going to judge me, right? They're five or six years old. So I just say, I, I help kids. I help them to feel relaxed. So I, I, I make them feel good during the, the dental experience. And, but with adults, I'm kind of concerned about them, the way I deliver things. Like know? what? for example to say something funny i don't know if the the adult the 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 patient the gentleman or the lady is going to understand my point
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, now the thing is don't force don't force yourself to be funny this is why there are a lot of comedians out there that really aren't comedians i don't consider them comedians because everyone is funny it's just who you develop into You cannot force, and there's no such thing as jokes. I remember you sent me a voice message and you were like, I need to be funnier. I'm like, no, 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 no. You just need to be more yourself because me, I don't have intent to walk into work and to be funny. No, I'm just myself. There are some things that might make people laugh and there are some things that might not make people laugh, but I don't say it as a joke. So I'm not trying to get that reaction anyways. So I never, ever, ever say a joke unless I talk about, you know, my Thai language, saying the wrong words. And they always laugh. It's so funny. It's so funny. The stories I have about the Thai language, it's just the best. But yeah, that's one thing. Um, Having just a very heartfelt conversation, being a, someone who knows how to listen, Veronica, that's probably something, that's one of the most, that's the Biggest keys, and that's the most important attribute of them all, being able to listen and developing the conversation from there, like asking follow-up questions, because then the the person who's speaking also believes that you're listening with intent. And therefore, they're like, oh my God, he's such a great listener, and he's asking these very good follow-up questions. So that's one thing that you could work on.
1: Okay. Yes.
0: Right. So I remember I wrote down seven points, um, like in terms of like building your character and whatnot, Uh, the style of your clothes, that doesn't necessarily mean anything in particular countries. Like what I wear maybe here, if I wear a suit in America, there are probably going to be a few people that come up to me and say, hey, nice suit. Uh, but here in Thailand unfortunately it doesn't it doesn't really matter it doesn't mean anything unless you're a specific color right so I could wear this suit I could wear this I could wear that but I'm still considered just this level through the eyes of those people but I don't let that affect me whatsoever I'm going to be who I am no matter what doesn't matter I don't need those opinions but clothes, style of clothing, the way you shake, your ha- shake hands and whatnot. So how do you shake hands, Veronica? This is important.
1: You're right. I, I learned how to sh- handshakes in the college with teachers. They helped me with um, lots of people there. I practice a lot for work interviews. I remember I was looking for a good job in Las Vegas, and I attended a seminar about, Professional development, and they taught me how to handshakes, and it was amazing because when I talk with foreigners here in, in this city, it, most of them, like ninety-five uh, percent of them, they don't know, uh, they don't know a good handshake.
0: Mm. Okay, give me an example of not a, a not so well handshake.
1: For example, the limp fish.
0: Ah. The limp fish is
1: terrible, and it's so common in South America. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, wait, wait, like not having a firm handshake, right? Exactly, uh, yes. Especially with a man. If a man doesn't have a firm handshake, uh, the other person who's shaking his hand might automatically assume that he is soft yeah it's very very odd okay what other things did you learn from your teachers
1: um i learned public speaking wow
0: okay now were you always scared of delivering like a presentations or talking in front of people anywhere
1: yes i was i was scared because uh, especially in another language because you don't know if you are saying the, the right words uh, for example, I have I have some problems with the V sound. Uh
0: oh, yeah 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 yeah. Okay, example. Give me a, give, give me an example of the V sound. Like
1: a like a vowel sounds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why? What is okay. it? In, uh, uh, what is it uh, in Spanish? It's uve, right? Uve. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. So I mean, you make the same sound uve, ve, ve, right? Be. Exactly. Huh. And,
1: uh, and I just say, instead, vowel, I say vowels. I need to improve.
0: <laughs> oh, do you say it with oh. the W?
1: No, I say with a B sound. Oh,
0: vowel. Okay, okay, okay. You know what? I've noticed that. My friend, uh, Andre, he was from Puerto Rico. I brought him on my podcast before. And he, he would say, um, oh, my God. Not yellow, he would say jello. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I'm exactly. Like, Why do you keep saying jello? You mean yellow, right? He's like, no, jello, jello, jello. And so, yeah, yeah, some words can be very tricky and whatnot.
1: <laughs> right. A oh, curve and curve.
0: Ah, uh, okay. you have difficulty with that too, right? Yes. Uh okay okay but yeah going back to your hand, the the handshake i realized this just recently i met this girl who uh who i'm actually going to be doing a big workshop with or by the time people have listened to this already the workshop will have already been done um but i'm going to be uh it's me and her we're going to team up and we're going to deliver a nice little conversation workshop at one of the big manufacturing companies here in thailand and the first time I met her, whoa, that personality on point. Now, the thing is, it felt like she was a little ego-driven, but then when she, when she started loosening up the way she sat, the way she looked in my eyes, the way she slanted her head, and especially the way she shook my hand because she shook my hand like a, like a woman, right? So they don't shake it like how a man does. They actually put their hand up a little bit and they don't force it. And I was like, whoa, very impressive. You know what I mean? So, again, that shows that she has a very, very, very nice personality along with all the little things that she did going up to that point.
1: Wow.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and (laughs) so and that's the expression of your eyes. It also forms an important part of your personality. So when you – I can't remember. I don't know if it was you, but I recently went to America and this, I remember I went into a store, right? With my friend. And this girl was like, hello, how are you? And I think she was Korean America. I don't know. some Something, who cares? But, and I said, Oh good. How are you? And when she, she stopped, she had already passed me. She flipped her head, her hair, her hair around like it was a movie. And she looked at me with uh, like uh, uh, her eyes. It was just, perfect. and she <laughs> Perfectly. She's like, I'm fine. And I'm like, "Ah!" I was so excited. You know what I mean? But oh my God. So again, those little things that forms a personality. So when you meet someone for the first time, the way you shake their hand, the way you make eye contact, and especially the way you smile is very, very important. Right. Yes, yes. So, I mean, uh, well, give me an example of, of someone who has given you a bad handshake.
1: Oh, for example, um I have a friend. She's from the Middle East and she's living in America for over over seven years and she's uh, getting ready for dental interviews because she's applying for the international dental program. Right. And I just say, okay, let's practice handshake. And I was so astonished when she gave me the limp fish. <laughs> I said, wait a minute, after seven years in America, getting ready for dental interviews where you're going to handshake with many doctors and professional people, I was, wait a minute, something is wrong here. You can't, Give me this. And I taught her first time in her life. She's over 40 years old, and she was learning with me handshake. Wow.
0: (laughs) I mean, well, I I guess, you know, I mean, it just all depends on culture, too. So a lot of people, they have to overcome certain things, maybe in their culture. I'm not sure if they give handshakes or whatnot. I've given handshakes to Dennis, especially from Iran, Afghanistan, while I was working in what was it when I was working in Australia eight years ago and my handshakes were far more firmer than theirs. So, um, yeah. Speaking of your dental. Okay. Now you, you're going to be going in for this dental interview. Have you done the dental interview before?
1: Yes. Last year I had an interview and I really liked the experience because it was, um, 12 hours interview Oh my God. and I, and because they evaluate everything, everything. So it's not just your credentials. It's not just that you pass this test. It's not just this score. It's not just that. I mean, if you complete all your application, of course you're going to get the interview, but when you are there, you really need to have a good grasp of English. You really need to connect with those doctors. Nurses, and so it's your personality who who is going to play a huge role. Some people are just focused on paperwork, but I, I at this point of my life, I think I need to develop other things.
0: Mm.
1: Yes, because this is America, and this is the way. This is a place where you can change your thoughts. You can be better, and my my my. Middle Eastern friend, she says that she can't change her personality. She is what she is. But in America, you can change. There is the opportunity to change and be better.
0: It's just I- who you're around. It's really who you're around. The thing is, if you believe that you can, or if you believe that you can't, both are correct. That's basically the philosophy of Confucius, right? Mm-hmm. Your subconscious mind doesn't know what's good or bad. It's what you continue to tell yourself. If you keep saying, I'm fat, I'm ugly, I'm this, I'm that, it's going to become your environment. So for someone to just throw in the towel and say, oh, I can't change my personality. No, you could change the environment you're in though. And the environment you're in, that's basically what has created your personality up to that specific point. So that's why I try telling people, you know, surround yourself with people who love to smile, who love to joke, who love to laugh, who are just full of that energy. You know what I mean? Because you become that. And a lot of people don't understand that yet. Well, I wouldn't say a lot of people, but I would say about like 20% people on this planet might understand that the other 80%, they continue hanging around with people who are boring, who are negative, who are always talking about others, who are always this or that. You see what I mean? So in the dental interview, you said you had, a, you had an experience and whatnot, but you are concerned about the interview because you feel like your personality just isn't there
1: exactly also during my interview i didn't understand one question i i didn't so when i was driving home after the interview i was thinking in my car oh she tried to say that oh that was her point
0: give you an example so,
1: uh for example the, the the professor was telling me that her mom uh, her mom is from mexico and her dad is from america and I didn't understand maybe my my English was not good enough
0: okay what what did you what did you assume that she was trying to say
1: sincerely at the moment i i didn't i didn't understand I just nodded, mm-hmm. but it was bad because I saw in her face that she didn't <laughs> she got it that i didn't understand so yeah i mean th- that that is one mistake that many foreigners many foreigners do they they nod when they don't understand and it's sad so right after my in, my my interview I took intensive English classes
0: oh wow okay yes. okay where did you take those at at the college
1: yes at the college
0: okay yes. okay all right
1: yeah Arsenio you don't know what you don't know was- so right
0: <laughs> 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 right, right, right. I mean, so when you were in the interview, how long was the interview face-to-face with this woman?
1: Oh, they have different, uh, they interview different aspects of the interview. Uh-huh. The first one is the, is the welcoming part where they explain to you the, the admission process. They explain to you the goal, the university mission statement. They explain to you, uh, the teachers, the, the educational environment, the the process of getting a degree in the United States. Then in the afternoon, you have a another personal interview with different professors. You actually, you don't know exactly who is going to interview you. So you need to be ready to, to talk with different people, with different personalities. Maybe your first uh, professor is going to be um, an indian american guy who who he's focused on on your credentials the other person is it's um a california teacher so he really wants to talk to you know you more The other person is an asian american lady so she really is asking you questions about the the, the science the the basics of it dentistry or or pharmacology or physiology or whatever so you have an interview with different people so you you need to be ready to perform well in different situations that is what I think so I did it well that part it's just my English level it was not good enough to understand fully understand questions
0: Mm, okay was it because they spoke at a very uh, fast rate Or was it you just not picking up specific content and focus words?
1: I think it's the first option. They spoke at fast rate Ah. because they are testing you all the time.
0: Oh man. Okay. Okay. So what can you do better? Now you became self-aware and it's great because that self-awareness came unfortunately after the interview while you were driving in your car, but and going forward, how can you improve when it comes to the interview again?
1: What I am doing is trying to meet different people. I going for my walk and I try to say hello to my neighbors. I don't know, I don't know that lady, that particular mm. lady. So I just try to say hello to her and establish a conversation and create a connection. And fully understand the situation I go to dental seminars and I am the the, the speaker host the host speaker so I presented a, a professor here Mr. Johnson Dr. Johnson and he's going to talk about the basics of blah 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 so I talk about his credentials and I I presented him in front of dozens of people. So I just am um, getting comfortable being around different people, getting ready, uh, talk to people, being friendly, uh, being positive and ostima- optimistic. Yeah, that's what good. I'm doing
0: now. Good, good, good. Okay. All right. All right. And different aspects of it, again, is You know, some dentists, their people skills are terrible. So it's really funny for these teachers to assess, you know, the personality of specific individuals when, in fact, a lot of these dentists who I've worked with on two two different continents, their people skills are not good whatsoever, except for... Dr. Tyree, of course, at CSN, uh, African-American, of course. You know, our personalities, for some reason, we just got some awesome personalities. But yeah, um, you know, it's just, it's a a variety of different things that come together. But it's the little things, you know, the handshake, the smile, the little bit of a head tilt you know, the, you, you know, the soft spoken language and the character in general. Yeah. It's super, super important aspect. So, um, listening to people who speak very fast, that's going to improve your listening and you could try, you know, uh, understanding the meaning and context when someone's answering questions. That's another technique that you can use too. So, um, yeah, so that's why I love it, because we have so many different tools at our disposal that you can use to improve your listening, to improve your self-confidence, which you're now doing right now, and obviously it's getting better because you're going to dental seminars and other things, so, oh, Veronica, I'm so excited.
1: Oh, yes, yes, me too, me too, because this year, It's going to be different. Last year, I recognized my mistakes, and now I am working on them. Mm. Every day, Arsenio, every day I'm working on them. I just, I just, my my English is is better right now. I am very happy. But like you say, I need to relax a little bit, and I need to, like, not, not memorize a joke, but I need to be able to say something, and people laugh with me.
0: Oh, right, right, right. So just being able to fit in with the group and not to be the focus of it, but to be able to, and again, not making things awkward. I know there are a lot of people I've come across, especially in America, they can make situations and talks awkward so quickly, you know, and I I don't know that they realize it, but obviously I do. And I'm like, okay, there's four of us standing here. Someone just joined the conversation and I'm looking at the body language of everyone else and they're acting a bit standoffish. This person is talking about something that's not relatable whatsoever. It doesn't, you know, we're, we're not talking about the same thing. And so these are things that <clears throat> that you don't want to do. But if you could go into a conversation and say, Hey guys, how you guys doing? I'm Arsenio, nice to meet you. Hey John, can I uh, talk to you for a second? Da 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 da, and just having that, just being yourself in the process, you know what I mean? So, oh my God, it's so difficult. I'm actually going to be doing a massive uh, talk and you're going to see me on stage very soon come video time. So uh, yeah, I just got picked out to do this big uh, presentation. So, uh, a big one at a convention here in Bangkok, and I'm gonna be talking about e-learning. And you're going to see me just flow with it. It's not a professional uh, presentation. No, I'm going to be Arsenio. So, I'll definitely send you some of those video clippets. I'm really excited about that. And let's see, let's see if you could pick up some things from that.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I really like your personality because, you are a leader. And here in America, it's very valuable the, the being so friendly, being enthusiastic, being flexible, being uh, open-minded like you are. So f- maybe for you it's easier because you're from this culture, but for foreigners it's so hard. We yeah. are... Uh, committed we are disciplined we are dedicated we we can be dependable but we need to work hard to be open-minded positive
0: right and so right when you become open-minded right when you become positive right when you start caring about others uh that's when things begin to change very very quickly because then there people no longer see it as a hey what's in it for what's in it for you it's not what's in it for both of us you know what i mean and that's when everything changes so <sighs> yeah, yeah. Everything changes,
1: especially if if you want to get a good job or if you want to get into the good university or if you want to make the next step in your life like a step up you don't want to be the regular worker or I don't want to be the regular dentist or I don't want to be a regular student. I right. really want to be top notch.
0: Ooh, you want to be top notch. And and that's the and that's the most important part. You always have to just better yourself in general. So it's always about constant improvement and you're on the right track right now because you again assessed everything. You saw some flaws, and now you're like, okay, let me just get better at this. This is going to be very important going forward. So that's what I really like about you because you are very enthusiastic on top of things that you know you can improve, and that if you improve them, it will boost your chances in in life in general, you know? Oh, yes,
1: yes. Thank you, Arsenia.
0: You're very welcome. So, oh, man, with that being said man, I wish we could keep on going, but I actually do have another, I'm actually going to be interviewed on a podcast with someone from Canada. So I'm excited about that. But Veronica, I hope that has helped you.
1: Oh yeah. You help me every day.
0: (laughs) And you know what guys, Veronica, it's so great. She's one of my loyal followers on my personal development podcast. I would always see from time to time, you know, San Antonio, Texas, someone from there listening to me. I'm like, oh, that's Veronica, that's her, you know? So um, it would always get me excited knowing that, you know, someone who I met and adore greatly from seven years ago, she's still following me. So, oh my God, Veronica, thank you so much for sharing this time. Uh, And when is your test again?
1: Oh, probably in September or October, I'm not sure.
0: Okay, okay, so we can get together some other times, um, again, off the track, and I'll be able to help you in terms of, you know, development and, you know, just speaking in general, you know, and asking awesome. you a lot of different questions, too. So, you know, getting yourself to talk about yourself, and I have a lot of those different types of questions, too, because, well, I'm just one hell of a conversationalist, <laughs> So we'll definitely get into like a nice 30-minute one. I'll send you my calendar again. And so we can have a nice little chat. So uh, yeah, to get yourself talking a lot.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Arsenio. Because you are helping lots of foreigners. I mean, um, people really need to learn that American English is different. And people talk fast. And people have... uh, They use one word. They use one expression. And California means one thing, and Texas means another thing, and New York means another thing. It's very important to learn from different people. And you are super enthusiastic, super positive, and and sometimes we foreigners are so dedicated. We we really like to learn from books, but actually books are books, and you can learn during the nights and your breaks. You can learn from your book. But when you have a teacher, when you have an inspirational speaker like you, um, we learn extra. We learn more. We learn the how Americans are, the personalities, how the successful Americans are.
0: Exactly, exactly, and just like learning about like the Lisa Nichols and people who you could take little bits and bits and pieces like out of them and say, you know what, that's a quality that I would absolutely. Love to have. And that and that's again about practicality. A lot of foreigners and especially people in China, uh, they're very studious. You know, people in Japan, they're studious, Korea, studious, but they lose track on what's the most important aspect of life, and that's communication. So that's definitely something to keep in mind. So, anyways, man, Veronica, thank you so much for coming on my ESL podcast. Oh, thank you. You're very, very welcome. And guys, man, I hope you enjoyed that. That today was a nice, good, developing, uh, let's just say a personality, developing qualities within yourself. And I do hope that I help listeners out there as well as my wonderful friend on the other line, Veronica. And so we'll definitely be getting you back on here after you pass your test in September so we can have a nice celebratory thing. And then, of course, you and I will get together a little bit off off the, off the recording or whatever you want to call that and start developing yourself and getting you to talk about yourself even more. So that'll be real fun. So. Oh, my God. Again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another wonderful ESL podcast. And, Veronica, again, thank you so much for coming on.
1: Oh, thank you, Arsenio. Have a good day.
0: You're very (laughs) welcome. And, guys, stay tuned for more. I'm your host, as always. Over and out.